What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Nerdwide Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with the man, the myth, some would say the legend, Mr. Chris Rivers. How are you, Chris? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I, I am doing well. It's uh, I've got a week off ahead of me coming up, so yeah. I've got uh, a lot of plans to do absolutely nothing, and uh, I haven't had a week off in a whole year, so I'm really excited about it, and I've I already told my wife, I said, I'm not doing anything. If y'all just pretend I'm at work during these hours, because I'm not doing anything <laughs> outside the normal, <laughs> anything that I don't want to do. So I got like some, uh, a lot of video games I'm going to play and some things around the house I've been meaning to get done. But other than that, like I've got no plans whatsoever and I'm just going to enjoy it all. Yeah. So, Sounds fun. I can't wait. I'm just so excited about it. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving week because I'll be off an extra day. Oh, it's exciting. So long weekend. Will you get that Friday off or? I've got every Friday off, so I'll have thir- I'll have Thanksgiving. Thir- Thursday off. Okay. Because yeah, oh, we, then, yeah. so I've, I've planned it this way. So I'm off this week and the week after is a week of Thanksgiving. So I work Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So I only come back and work three days and I'm off four more. So oh, I just yeah. get, oh, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I love Black Friday shopping, all that jazz, especially video game wise. Um, do you do online or do you actually go out? So we, I used to just do online only, but now I do both. And then we, we more so go to people watch than we do. Mm-hmm. Like we'll go and look for certain deals, but we're not one of those ones that are out there at nine o'clock on Thanksgiving night. We go midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, stuff like that. Yeah. We don't, I'm one of those that I don't believe in people working on Thanksgiving on retail stores. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't condone it. So we just, we'll sleep for a little bit you know, eat our, eat our food hangover, whatever you want to call it. And then we go out and come back and sleep and then go out the next day. It's just a whole bunch of fun we do. And then Cyber Monday, it's a whole nother story, which I'll be working from home. So I'll be really glued to my computer. But anyways, that's <laughs> beyond the point. Guys, this is the Nerdwide Podcast, episode 48. Quick housekeeping for you. Don't forget to subscribe to either our YouTube or podcasting services of your choice. Podcast listeners, I know you can't hear this right now, but I will be uploading all of our past episodes. I think we're with this episode, we'll be four episodes behind. I finally cleared up my computer. No one's going to do that this week. I did this weekend instead. So bear with me. We're going to put it on there shortly. Uh, if you enjoy the show, make sure you leave us a thumbs up on your YouTube or whatever podcasting service you use. If you don't enjoy what you see or hear, make sure you leave us a comment down below and let us know how we can improve the show. If you want to go that extra mile, you can always go to patreon.com slash nerdwine. Toss us a couple bucks that way for a couple of different tiers if you want to go that route. <sighs> But Chris, I want to know what you've been watching. I have not been watching a ton, actually. Mm. Um, I had to work a little bit late a couple nights this week, and so it just kind of threw some things off. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, from a TV perspective, um, you know, you and I were talking before the podcast. I've had to reach out to HBO Max. Mm. I, every time I try and play a Doom Patrol episode, I get the um the review of the previous episode the previously on doom patrol and, just, and they show all the highlights and then it just stops oh and it won't play anything else. yeah they, they gotta get that figured out and um, while you're at it when they email you back say hey by the way i do a hit podcast maybe you've heard of us nerdwide uh podcast and see if we can get like a contact with them <laughs> yeah but no, I um, it's mainly been like reruns of old shows and stuff like that, and some YouTube. So we have, let's see, we finally watched the Office finale. 
Um, mm-hmm. That one is one of the ones up there with Brooklyn Nine Nine for me, where this is the per- absolute perfect final, you know, final episode. Like they right. did everything right, they wrapped things up, you know, gave us a good feel, like gave us a good closure on everything and everybody. With and that's a show that has a lot of people in it, so that's hard to do. And then I've been slowly but surely still catching up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And let me tell you, that show is raunchy, and but it's got some good jokes in it. And I am in season, almost done with season 12, season 16. It airs yeah. December 2nd, I think. So I'm trying to catch up before then. Well, hey, you got a whole week coming up. Oh, I'd, so. I've got so many things planned. I got like I got catch, I got to watch my normal podcasting stuff. I do on my Twitch streams, um, and like uh, tomorrow, which is Monday, is the Xbox 20th anniversary stream, which we'll get in talk to here in a little bit when we talk about gaming. I've got that to watch. Uh, I've got a whole bunch, and that's because that's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is what I've had on my screen when I'm not watching my other stuff, and so. And I call it my shower show because I put my phone on one of those weird people that always has to have something playing when I'm in the shower. Uh, if I could have a TV in there, I would. But I just have my phone up there getting fogged up. It, it's fine. It works still. Um, we've been watching Ghost. I think, I've talked about Ghost before, right? The CBS show. I think we watched the first I don't two think episodes. you talked about it, no. But I've been wanting to check it out. I just it's really good. Time. Just letting you know. Is y- it? Yeah. We, we're caught up. I think there's five or six episodes now they're only 30 minutes but it's good and i really enjoy it you'll you'll see a familiar face if you do watch it on yeah. there one of the recurring characters from uh doom patrol um trying to think i think that's it as far as tv shows i've watched uh but wanting to watch uh legends of tomorrow but again i'm doing that i'm going to hold off until it's all on netflix so i can binge it mm-hmm. it's just We've talked about it every week at this point. I actually wanted to watch yeah. it. So, got a piece of fuzz in my throat or something. But there is something much more exciting. So, we're going to wait until Chris gets his HBO Max and HBO gets their stuff figured out so we can watch and review the last two episodes of Doom Patrol. The finale might have been my favorite episode out of the whole season, but there is a an asterisk above that. So, keep that in mind when we review it. And hopefully next week. But what we've got to talk about this week is it was Disney Plus Day this past Friday. I didn't like how they did it this week, this year. Last year they did had Disney Plus Day and they had uh, Investors Day, which mm-hmm. Investors Day showed off clips and trailers and things like that. Disney Plus Day just did announcements and had some trailers, but they did it all on a Twitter thread, so it was very, very, very hard to read and to follow along. So like if you just logged into Twitter, like you would, you didn't get the whole thread. It was very random. But we've got a list here from Android Authority that has it all listed out and subtitles out. So I'm going to go through them all real quick. And do you want me to go through everything? Or do you want me to stay with our uh, Marvel no, and Star everything. Wars? everything. Okay. Well, we, we can just and do everything. This is by Frederick Blichert or Blickert. Sorry if I butchered your name. All right, we're going straight through. Cheaper by the Dozen, Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff's reimagining of the hit family comedy Cheaper by the Dozen heads to the streamer in March 2022. Disenchanted, which is the sequel to the hit film Enchanted starring Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey, launches exclusively at Disney Plus in fall 2022. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the new animated entry in the franchise, starts streaming on December 3rd of this year. Roderick Rules, a second animated film from the Diary of the Wimpy Kid universe, premieres in 2022. 
Chippendale Rescue Rangers with John Mulaney and Andy Samberg starring the hybrid live action CG animated feature film streaming on Disney Plus in spring 2022. The Beatles Get Back, Peter Jackson's docuseries yeah. streams over three nights starting on November 25th of this year. And you can watch it clip now if you Google it. That'd be an exciting one. I'll probably tune into it. Yeah. Better Nate Than Ever, based on the book by Tim Fardelli. Uh, Better Nate Than Ever premieres in spring 2022. Hocus Pocus 2. Bette Midler, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimny. J- Najimy? I'm pronouncing her name wrong. I know I am. Uh, return as a Sanderson Sisters in a sequel to the Halloween cult classic premiering fall 2022. Exclusively in Disney+. Plus. I see a review in our future for that. Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Robert Zemeckis combines live action and visual effects in the, his reimagining of the classic story, starring Tom Hanks, Cynthia Rivo, Luke Evans, and the voices of Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Keegan-Michael Key, and Lorraine Bracco, premiering in fall 2022. There's a lot of fall 2022 coming out on Disney+, Plus, which is really exciting. The Ice yeah. Age Adventures of Buck Wild, Simon Pegg is back as Buck, an all-new movie premiering on January 28th, 2022. Sneakerella, which is, I, for some reason, really want to watch this movie. Set in the avant-garde sneaker subculture of New York City, the music-driven movie puts a gender-flipped twist on Cinderella, premiering exclusively on Disney+, Plus, February 18th, 2022. The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, which a lot of people are really excited about this one, and I'm one of them. A new series based on the Disney Channel series from the 2000s, streaming in February 2022. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Season 3 of the show heads to a sleepaway camp for a summer of campfires, romances, and curfew-free nights. The Spiderwick Chronicles, a new live-action series based on the beloved best-selling books. Baymax, the new series, follows Big, Big Hero 6's Baymax, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus in summer 2022. I will be watching that one. It's a phenomenal film. Zootopia Plus, a new short-form series set in the Mammal Metropolis, coming 2022. Tiana, the long-form musical series about the newly crowned princess of Madonia, heads to Disney Plus in 2023. And then intertwined, in in parentheses, Entrelazados, the first Disney Plus original series produced in Latin America, is now available to stream. This is pretty cool. Pixar, Mm -hmm. Disney Plus announcements. Cars on the Road, Pixar's Cars gets a new series with Mater and Lightning McQueen heading out on a cross-country trip. Uh, Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy are set to reprise their roles. Two new documentaries explore the making of Pixar's Turning Red and Lightyear heading to Disney Plus in 2022. Win or Lose, Pixar's first ever original long-form animated series lands at Disney Plus in 2023. Each 20-minute episode highlights the perspective of a different character as a middle school co-ed softball team prepares for a championship game. I've seen a little bit of um, art for this, and they showed off. It looks mm-hmm. really cool, and it's over one uh, softball game. But it takes place with each episode as a different character from that game. So, it's, so I wonder if, if like the final episode or two will just be the, f- the actual game. Seeing it, yeah, yeah. seeing it from. That would be cool. But I, I, with Pixar and the way they animate things, it's going to be really good, and it's going to make you cry. Some one way or the other, it's going to make you cry. And then then the big good stuff here for us, Marvel Disney Plus Day announcements. Again, I'm going to say how frustrated I I was with this. So they didn't really show us a whole bunch of stuff we didn't already know. We got key art for the shows. But there is a 14-minute video on Disney Plus, whatever you watch it through the app or whatever, that I... Uh, implore all of you to watch because it actually shows glimpses into Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. 
Like you actually see scenes and things like that. And yeah. why they didn't put that in here instead of saying the title card and when it's going to premiere and stuff like that, I don't really know. I've seen the one for She-Hulk. It looks good, huh? Yeah. 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 The Moon Knight looks really yeah. good. I'm excited about him and Miss Marvel. I'm I've always been a Miss Marvel fan ever since the first comic she premiered in. And yeah. it's gonna be really exciting to watch that. Um so here we go. Hawkeye and post split New York City, Clint Barton, Hawkeye teams up with a twenty two year old girl skilled archer Kate Bishop to unravel a criminal conspiracy for marrying November twenty fourth. We've got a couple weeks for that to come out. Ten days from now actually. Moon Knight, a vigilante who suffers from dissociative identity disorder, is thrust into a deadly war against the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. The series premieres in 2022. She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany is, is She-Hulk slash Jennifer Walters, a lawyer who specializes in superhuman-oriented legal cases and a new comedy series coming to Disney+. Plus. Did not know that was a comedy. But yeah. Bruce Banner is in this. So, yeah. And that's 2022. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, a 16-year-old Pakistani-American from Jersey City, gets superpowers like the hero she's always looked up to, premieres summer 2022. Echo, Alakwia Cox, stars as Maya Lopez slash Echo, following her introduction in Hawkeye. Oh, so that's where she comes in. Okay. And then this one I'm really excited about. Ironheart, Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of iron armor since Iron Man. Another good one. Agatha, House of Harkness. Catherine Hahn returns as her fan favorite character from WandaVision. Yep. Again, no no uh, dates or anything for these most recent ones here. Um, Sacred Invasion. Samuel L. Jackson returns as Nick Fury with Ben Mendelsohn reprising his role as the scroll of Talos in this crossover MCU series. Samuel L. Jackson looks old and looks great. I'm really ready for that. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, holiday special written and directed by the Guardians of the Galaxy veteran James Gunn. Supposed to do come you think out. That this, Go ahead. Do you think this will be better than the Star Wars holiday special? Yes. Uh, yeah, 100% <laughs> going to be, especially from James Gunn. I mean, he, he can't do he can't do a bad movie <laughs> at this point. But he says, I think it's, I think these are premiering the same year. Like whenever Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. 3 comes out, this comes out that holiday. So I think they're, because they're filming it back to back, if I'm not mistaken. Or yeah. at the same time, rather. And then this one has got me really excited. I don't know about you, Chris, but this has got a lot of people on the internet talking. X-Men 97, a series featuring new stories set in the iconic 1990s animated series timeline. Yeah. It, oh, that's going to be... And a lot of the voice actors and characters are returning and reprising their roles. So that's going to be so much fun. Do you know, have they said if they're going to... Um, will the animation style be updated? Or is it going to be... I hope it stays retro. the same. I don't, they didn't really yeah. say that I noticed when I was reading it. Except that it's going to be a continuation of the same story. So, it's, oh, I, I hope they, uh, if they make it at least a little bit crisper, like you'd put brighter colors in, but leave it in that mm-hmm. same 90s style, which I'm sure they will, because that's the part of the nostalgia about it, uh, on top of bringing more people in. So, I imagine if it's, it's X-Men, the animated series is not already on Disney+, Plus. I imagine when that's getting ready to premiere, they'll drop all the episodes on there. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. Because that was a... That was a Fox property, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that's why they've got. That's why they're doing that. Then we got What If season two, the multiversal animated series returns to Disney Plus for more stories told by the Watcher. Spider Man freshman year, an animated series that follows Peter Parker's road to becoming Spider Man within the MCU, told in a style evocative of Spidey's early comic book roots. Um, so we will yeah, watch and- uh, Ben Parker die again. So. And I'm. 
I've seen a lot of people, a lot of clickbaity titles mm. talking about Marvel has already moved on from Tom Holland as Spider-Man because he's not going to be voicing Peter Parker in this. That doesn't mean anything. Right. It just said that it's the it's the Spider-Man from the MCU. And right. it's, it's a it's essentially a prequel to Civil War. So Yeah. Which it's it's he's, gonna be... he, he can't do everything Spider-Man like this. No. He's got other projects to do. Just like uh, Andrew Garfield so. and Tobey Maguire didn't do every Spider-Man. I mean, same way like the animated shows don't have the same spot anyways. It's Yeah. People are like to make stories out of nothing, really, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I am Groot, original animated shorts explore baby Groot's inform- uh, formative years before becoming one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then Marvel Zombies. This animated series imagines the reimagines the, M- the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against the ever-spreading zombie scourge. I imagine that is going to, that's going to be the same one as the What If episode we have. Yeah. If I had to guess. Lucasfilm announcements, Willow, upcoming series Willow sees the return of Warwick Davis as his iconic character, joined by castmates Ruby Cruz, Aaron Kellyman, Ellie Bamber, Tony Revolario, Amar Chada Patel, and Dempsey Birk, Brick, excuse me, premiering exclusively on Disney Plus in 2022. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor returns as Obi-Wan's Kenobi, streaming in 2022. Um, this one wasn't, we got little key arts from it, and it looks good because there's an Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight that looks really good. At least on the little artwork they showed. Other than that, we should have. I feel like we should have gotten a trailer for this, but right. is what it is. Under the helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett. Learn about the origins of legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett. Now streaming on Disney Plus. National Geographic announcements. Welcome to Earth. Will Smith explores Earth's greatest wonders in a six-part original series, streaming December eighth of this year. America the Beautiful, a new six-part documentary series about some of the most stunning places in the U.S., streaming in 2022. And Limitless, no, not the one with um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. But this is with Chris Hemsworth. Thor actor Chris Hemsworth seeks to discover the full potential of the human body in this six-part Disney Plus series from National Geographic, streaming in Disney Plus 2022. Looks cool. I will probably watch it. Uh, because the whole concept is he wants to push himself to the his body to the limit so he can live longer and trying to figure out the secrets of how to live longer essentially is what it is but like huh. he, he does some crazy stunts like hanging from a bridge climbing all the way up and plunging in ice cold water stuff like that the shock oh, the system yeah. so you know what what everybody else has access to you know <laughs> New TV shows and new seasons this week of uh, October, November 15th and November 21st. Tuesday, November 16th, The Flash Season 8 premieres on the CW. Same day, Tuesday, November 16th, Riverdale Season 6 starts later that night. I will remind you, The Flash Season 8 is the uh, eight-part miniseries, or is it a five, five-part miniseries uh, that combines everybody in for The Flash. And then Wednesday, November 17th, I know I'm going to check this one out. It's Marvel's Hit Monkey on Hulu. It's the little animated show. They're dropping three episodes this first week. I'm going to try, I might try all three out if I enjoy the first episode. If I don't enjoy it, I probably won't watch any more of it. So, and yeah. then Friday, November 19th, The Wheel of Time, based on the hit book, is premieres on Amazon Prime. And I will be watching that one. Because if I learned anything from this year, I really enjoy good books. And um, it, especially when they're coming out with TV shows, 
like or movies for example dune i've heard the wheel of time book series is absolutely phenomenal and right up my alley so we'll see what it's like yeah boom a lot of news for you today a lot of news there's more coming Mm -hmm. um on to movies so i haven't watched any extra films here uh tyler you did though I did. We watched, so my wife and oldest child have not watched Shang-Chi yet. So it came on Disney Plus this past Friday, and we sat down and watched it Saturday. I am going to say, I liked it better the second time. I mean, I liked it the first time, but I liked it even more watching it again, knowing what was coming. The visual effects were so good, uh, a lot better. I love subtitles. I don't know how we are, as a society, watch anything anymore without subtitles. So, right. But anyway, subtitles are so much better. (laughs) <laughs> so what did the family think of it though that's the uh jamie enjoyed it um jamie says she liked it a lot better than she thought she would and zoe says she liked it too she's jamie is kind of like me where the mcu kind of backtrack not really backtrack kind of ended for us with endgame because you know we uh-huh. for me especially for me what the past 11 years watching iron man all the way up until endgame like it kind of closed a book for me but this is just a new this is like the sequel this phase four is so she's kind of the same way though yeah but zoe's just like eh. you know she's been a teenager now yeah so she likes it though <laughs> all right so our main movie review it's it's what um two weeks three weeks three weeks in the three making. weeks <laughs> three weeks in the making um is a quiet place so for the next um say four or five minutes we're just gonna <laughs> just look at each other <laughs> in abject fear um, so this film is essentially a it's post it's post-apocalyptic it is a man woman and their two children right mm-hmm. three, yeah and uh, we're three sometimes three <laughs> forgot about it uh Um, and there are these monsters, right? They don't know what they are, but they know that it, they react to any kind of noise, uh, no matter how slight. So they, mm-hmm. a lot of times, have to even refrain from whispering, um, or they'll be attacked and killed and become dinner and, and all that <laughs> good stuff. So, um... I really like the movie, and I think the main thing that I like about it is, aside from the fact that it is different with so little dialogue, um, is the fact that it, more so than any movie I've watched recently, puts you in the situation with the characters. It really draws you in, and you don't want to make a noise. Mm-mm. Like you're you're caught up in the movie. To you the don't want a three year old running around your house screaming. By the way, just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> no, and it's it it does a very very good job of pulling you in because you know that's if you just put the phone down and mm-hmm. let yourself get sucked into the story, it's phenomenal for that. Yeah, um, it's well acted. To me, it's harder. 
four actors to put these kind of performances together when you don't have dialogue or as much dialogue as they're used to having. You have to act with your face and your emotion and your body motions, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I enjoyed it. I felt like so we got our double dose of John Krasinski this week with finishing off The Office, and then because uh, he stars, directs, and wrote this this movie, and mm-hmm. well, he it was him and two other writers. But I mean, you know, he he still wrote the movie, but it was it's because i know he's not in the second movie so it kind of spoiled everything for me because the trailers this past year you know it's just her the baby and the kids well her and the kids but so like i was expecting him to die i expected him to die at the first half like in the first part of the movie but he didn't so like i didn't see that coming i just thought this is a story about her uh but to me it started off slow but then once it picks up I'm trying to think when it picks up. I guess when, um, that's all I'm going to say is when him and the son go out to the to the world, I forget mm-hmm. what they were doing. That's when it picked up for me, and I was hooked, and I was right there with you. I did not want anything, like making a sound of the house, not a three-year-old screaming child playing um, in the living room or watching this at all, um, because it, it scenes were intense. Like in this, this was not so much a horror movie, as it was like a, a suspenseful Spence. and a thriller movie, I would say to an extent. Right. Uh, but it was like I was on the edge of my seat a lot of these times, and I was like, "Oh my god, so this is gonna happen!" And like I was kind of calling it in my head before it happened, but it didn't ruin the experience just because it's what, it's what I was thinking. And I was right. like, "There was a whole there was one water scene that I did not like, and I critiqued it quite a bit uh, yeah. to my wife talking about it because I was like." How did this guy not hear the water as he's walking past it? Because you can hear the dripping and everything going on. And then how did she? Never mind. I'm not going there. But that was the only part. The The nail scene was fun. And the whole time I was worried about it for the rest of the movie. Um, someone else um, doing something with it. But it was... It's, like, it's kind of touching what you said with it, with the acting and not being able to have the dialogue to fall back on as these actors and actresses like the kids, even the kids, you know, they haven't been doing it as long as Emily Blunt and John Krasinski has. And right. you could, especially the daughter, like the, the emotions of her face of betrayal of hurt, of, uh, of love and everything else. Just, just in her face and her facial expressions was really well done. I don't know how many awards this movie got, but it should have got a lot of them if I had any say so. I really want to watch the second one. I'll probably wait until it's a little bit cheaper. I think you can rent it for six dollars, and I'd, I'll probably wait until it's like four bucks or something like that, just uh, just for peace or of free. mind, or or free somewhere because it was free for a little bit on HBO Max, and we almost oh. if it was going to be free again, we were going to watch the second one this weekend, but we didn't watch it. But yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. I think on Letterbox I gave it a three and a half stars, which was about B B plus for me. Just because the the first part was a little slow, but it was a little bit more world building and family building, if you will. But man, that first scene, or I guess the second scene technically, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Not when it was going to happen, but I knew exactly what was going to happen. And it uh, it did. It did. But this movie was very yeah. smart. Like the way they, they went about not even making noise when you're walking. Like they made a sand trail from their house 
all the way into town and anywhere they went was all sand. I was like, that is genius. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just the small stuff like that you wouldn't even think about. But they right. uh, they all did a real good job. I, I enjoyed this movie. I'm mad yeah, that I waited a, this long. This was a four mm. on uh, four star for me on Letterboxd. But I've actually got to, I think I've got to put that in. I don't think yeah, I've I just had to put it in as it's tradition. It. I had to put it in while we're watching. <laughs> but uh, it was a really, really good movie. And it's, um, it's one of those I think people will come back to. You know, maybe not every year, but maybe every two, three years, yeah. give it a rewatch and just enjoy. Especially it. every time like the a new movie comes out, then they're doing another one too. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Next week, we're gonna do this uh, a review of this little film called Red Notice. Just an indie film, no big deal. Just just a little just a little uh, indie side hustle for some, <laughs> for some of these people. <laughs> For uh, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, they're not doing anything else, you know. No, they <laughs> might not have ever heard of them, Uh-oh. you know. <laughs> All right. That's another Into thing. The they, The Rock said in an interview about this movie something about, he says, you know, because Ryan Reynolds, you know, plays in an MCU and a DC film. The Rock is go- right. obviously going to do Black Adam. And Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. He said in an interview, and this isn't the exact wording, but he said, "Now I think the time, now now is the time, to do a Marvel and DC crossover." And I said, "That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I don't know. I don't know why he said that. Um, but I just he remember saying him that like two weeks ago. I meant to bring it up on the show, but." I don't know though, man. I mean, look, Superman gets mentioned in the Eternals. Yep. So I mean, it's it's true. <laughs> but but they mention him as a comic book. Yeah, not as a not character as... character. Right. So. All right. First up in news from Nicholas Ayala, Screen Rant. All six MCU movies set up by the Eternals. And this does contain some spoilers. Uh, we can skip over. I'm trying to see which one's the like the obvious spoilers. We can skip over those because I mean, this is still a two week old film. But I'm trying to think of which ones it is. I'm scrolling through it. Well, he- here's one that's not a spoiler, right? Right. Uh, Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Knight. So he is in the Eternals. So his future MCU property of the Black Knight is set up here um, as Dane Whitman. I don't think they actually utter... Do they utter the name Black Knight? No. I think it's just it's just Dane Whitman. And, and they, we see, and we the, see the, the... Ebony uh, Blade. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Ebony Blade. And then there is one here that we can skip... Right. Yeah, it's that, that's in the article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Directly after that. So we <laughs> we won't talk about that one. Um let's see here. Black Panther two. Which put a pin in that movie because we'll talk about that here in a little bit too. Yeah. Um 
It just mentions Eternals finally gives Atlantis a reason to come in contact with the surface world. Tiamat's colossal frozen body mm-hmm. will definitely take more than the entire workforce of damage control to clean up. I keep forgetting damage um, control is a department. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that's tied to rumors that a one of the OG Marvel superheroes mm-hmm. is going to show up in Black Panther 2. I want that so bad. I really want that. I don't think a lot of people realize that it was he and the Human Torch and Captain America were the first trio. Mm-hmm. And Human Torch wasn't the Fantastic Four Human Torch. Right. It was, it was uh, Android. Speaking of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Good call there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, they mentioned that Loki introduced He Who Remains, the benevolent variant of Nathaniel Richards, who's a descendant of Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. Eternals doesn't hint at the existence of Reed Richards, Ben Grimm, or Sue and Johnny Storm, but it does establish the limitless power of the Celestials, which opens the door for another godlike entity setting his eyes on the Earth. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're referring to Galactus. Which they could e- they set that up really well in Eternals for Galactus. Yeah, they, they really did. Especially with imagery. And, yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, we know we're getting this film, so they just sort of set some things up, potentially tying to Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is Infinity Watch, which is also mentioned here as a uh, as a possibility. The first version of this group was led by Adam Warlock and included Drax, Gamora, Maxim, Drax's daughter, Moondragon, a reformed Thanos. Is this the Thanos that we saw in What If? And Pip the Troll, mm-hmm. um, the latter of which was in charge of the Space Stone. The idea is each one of them is in charge of a stone. And um, after what Thanos did, I don't think I would trust him. Not really. I wouldn't. No. Tyler might. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, but those are the six, well, five. We mentioned five of them. If you want to know what the sixth was, look up this article. Again, it's Screen Rant. If you've seen The Eternals. Yeah. Or if you're, if it's one of those things where you're going to wait till it hits streaming and you want to go ahead and know. Yeah. I'll say this. The sixth movie that we didn't talk about, we both thought the person representing that movie was someone else. Correct. Yay! And didn't find out until, uh, what was that, that takes it on Monday, I think, when I texted yeah. you that, because that was, when I found out that's who that was, blew my mind that yeah. that was in there, because nobody knew it. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, this next bit of news is interesting. Um, now this one's just the, the first part because the rest is all spoilers all the time. So yeah. <laughs> um, from IGN and Ryan Leston, the Eternal Salma Hayek has signed on for multiple MCU movies. I like this. Um, 
Yeah, I, I've I love her work. Um, it says she's revealed she's signed to star in multiple MCU movies. Uh, it mentions here that she's fifty-five. She does not look. 55. No, she does not. Um, and I think it's six movies is what she signed on for. Yeah, with Eternals obviously being the first one. So, but here's here's my question. Did we not just talk a few weeks ago about Kevin Feige saying we're yes. not doing multi-picture deals anymore? Yes. <laughs> but I oh. mean, here here we are. And she's already she said she's already signed the deal, which I'm yeah. sure Kevin Feige, as soon as this interview came out, she said he already hit her up and said, no, 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 you cannot say things. So apparently, and I watched a, a TikTok about this one. You know, I'm hip with the cool kids now. That. Um, so we've got Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo, horrible for spoilers. Apparently, Angelina Jolie is worse than both of them combined. Like, she would, in interviews, she would just say what happened in the movie. And before, yeah. like, these people even watched the movie, like, she would just come out and just say things. And I was like, oh. She has also, she has also said that she has no interest in a solo movie for her character, which I don't know if they would do that anyway. It's a good call um, if they didn't. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. But she has no issue coming back for more ensemble yeah work. which is why i think she um is, is best for her rather for her acting style yeah. more stuff to play on especially for that character too so yeah that character is kind of dry mm -hmm. a little bit so i don't, I don't think, think she will be going forward i think this movie setting her up and then her arc but ending mm -hmm. her arc i think it's a lot better Right. Yeah, I just thought this was a very odd piece of news, considering it's, yeah. <laughs> we're not doing any more multi-picture deals. Except for. <laughs> Except, and maybe she demanded it. Right. She's like, I, she know, I need like, more work. Yeah, if I'm going to do this, I'm getting a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up from the direct and Jennifer McDonough. Um, Black Panther 2, new report reveals more problems concerning Letitia Wright. Now, this is going to get interesting. Mm-hmm. The highly anticipated Black Panther Wakanda Forever has found itself in an interesting position from day one before cameras even started rolling on the MCU sequel. It starred Chadwick Boseman, passed away from colon cancer in August of 2020. Now, Kevin Feige and the rest of Marvel Studios have been forced to respectfully move the franchise along without him. Uh, the film did get pushed back recently from its currently held release date to November 22nd, 2022. According to Feige himself, the shift was caused by issues with production. Um, reports have also surfaced of actress Letitia Wright, who plays T'Challa's younger sister and tech genius Shuri, being injured on set and production on the movie being halted. We talked about that last week, didn't we? Uh, a week or two ago, yeah. Okay. Currently, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is pausing production due to the lead star's accident, aiming to resume filming in early 2022. Now it would seem there's an added layer to the complications. Um, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Wright is not vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. Mm -mm, shocker. The Despite one who was extremely outspoken about not taking it and everything else on set. Shocker. Right. Despite rules requiring all non-immigrant, non-citizen air travelers to be fully vaccinated. 
On top of that, she's recovering from injuries she sustained in Massachusetts during the shoot. As Letitia Wright is not a United States citizen, she may encounter issues returning to the States once the sequel resumes filming in Atlanta early next year. Because she is in uh, London now, where she lives. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know it's not really a hot take anymore. Uh, go ahead and recast this uh, character. I mean, yes, it sucks, you know, with, with Chadwick passing away last year and already having to to move on without him. But mm-hmm. she has been nothing but problems since all of this began, before the second movie began. Um and it's not like the MCU doesn't recast people. We've already recasted uh, um, we've already recasted Hulk. We've recasted James Rhodey. I mean, this is nothing new. Just recast and move on. I know it would be kind of because the rumor is is that Shuri is supposed to be the next Black Panther. It's the rumor. If that's the case, is this the person you really want helming that title when she is so outspoken? And causing so many issues about things that's not very controversial, you know what I mean? And right. now with the fact that unless, which I don't see this happening over the holidays, which is when they're supposed to be coming back is in January. I don't see these travel bans and things like that lifting anymore, especially since we're about to head into the winter, which diseases are more prevalent, and especially with COVID too. Um I think we'll see more travel bans. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see her because okay. she's already said she's not going to be vaccinated. She down or refuses. So they're not going to make an exception for anybody. So uh, no, uh, I mean, it, over in the sports world, you know, we had the Aaron Rodgers. Thing oh, that whole happened. debacle. Uh, now the NFL has exceptions. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be vaccinated, then you get treated differently. Right. That's just how it is. Um. New York City has their own rules. And Kyrie Irving, who plays for the Brooklyn Nets of the NBA, has said he's not getting vaccinated. He's lost his job. So, yeah, he can't can't play. He can't play in cities that require vaccination. So, therefore, he can't play all the home games. Mm -hmm. And the team is saying, well, stay home then. Right. That's how it is. What He's a, given up prime years of his career because he doesn't what want a dumb in stance. Arm. And I know it goes beyond the needle. Yeah. It's but it's still ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, over at the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> uh from Boris Kitt and Aaron Couch. I wish my last name was Couch. That would be I'd be okay with it. Yeah, it's where <laughs> I spend most of my time anyway. Right. Um Doctor Strange sequel undergoing significant reshoots. The Doctor's on call till Christmas as the actors and crew shoot six days a week till the end of the year. That's a lot of reshoots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange has fought mystical beings in dark dimensions and faced the might of Thanos, but now faces his most potent threat, reshoots. What a line. (laughs) Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness the Benedict Cumberbatch starring sequel to Marvel Studios' 2016 installment has been prescribed a major new shoot. And what sources describe as being significant, the new shoot taking place in Los Angeles is both additional photography and reshoots. Um, insiders say Cumberbatch and company are undertaking six weeks of shooting, if not more, working six days a week. 
Sam Raimi remains as Helmer, and Loki head writer Michael Waldron is still on board writing the new material. It's unclear what actors in addition to Cumberbatch are involved. The crew involved is familiar with the Marvel method and worked on recent pickups for the upcoming Spider-Man No Way Home and additional shooting for next year's Oscar Isaac series Moon Knight. Um, it does say one source played down the severity of the shoot. Even while in the middle of production, Marvel is scheduling you for more shooting, adding that the size and complexity of Marvel movies necessitate additional photography. Um, another insider said that they've had bigger reshoots on other MCU movies. However, other sources have their eyebrows raised at the length. They're here till the end of the year. That's like a whole other movie, said one. That's scary. Um, several factors appear to be driving the shoot. One insider said about two weeks are dedicated to principal photography that was held over from the initial shoot that took place in the UK due to what's described as actor of actor availability issues the insider played down concerns that the reshoots were related to retooling the story um i doubt it's i doubt they're retooling they the story right they also point to uh catching up production slowed on production slowdowns from covid related matters to hit the initial uk production and of course it's been delayed to May 6th of 2022, which is giving them more time to do this. I, I mean, I don't know. We know that they've done reshoots on other Marvel properties. Mm -hmm. I, I don't uh, think it's, it's time lot. to hit the panic button yet. But I also saw on something, which I think this is just his not taking things for granted, where Benedict Cumberbatch was worried as to whether or not people would like the new movie. Mm. And, and I think that's more him, you know, like I said, just not assuming that, hey, this is a Marvel movie. Everyone's going to love it. Right. I think he just genuinely is concerned that they're doing something that people are going to are gonna like. Well, it's it's different. And Benedict Cumberbatch has been around the industry for you know a while now, a, a range of different uh, films. And Sam Raimi brings in a new perspective to things. He's had a shot uh -huh. at the Marvel titles before, but it's not quite MCU Marvel titles where he had constant issues with Fox and um, I don't know if Fox and MC and Marvel it's well more so Fox, not Marvel, but this time it's Kevin Feige. And this has already been reported to be more of a horror based story which is what he excels in. Sam Raimi's horror movies are phenomenal. Um, so I've heard and so I've read. Okay, don't watch those. But and with Evil that bad. the direction that's the one they want to go with, I feel like that's good. And I feel like that could be a different than what Benedict could potentially think. Again, we don't know everything, but I could see where he would think that based off of it being Sam Raimi's mindset. But these stories... I mean, Sam Raimi's just a director, though. These stories are already written and fleshed out by Kevin Feige and whoever the team is writing it at the time. So, yeah. But and I, I think people have to people have to keep in mind you can't just simply, with the way that this universe is set up, you can't just simply change the story, right? Right, because this is going to set up something else, which is going to set up something else. Mm -hmm. So if you change any major element of the story you've now changed 
everything that comes after to some degree. Um, it just seems like this is, I think, getting blown out of proportion. Yeah. I think it's getting blown out by people that, you know, are are looking for cracks in Marvel's, in Marvel's mm-hmm. plan. And I don't think there are, I mean, there may be cracks there in, in Marvel's plan, but I don't think it's this. Mm-mm. I think I'd be more worried about Black Panther 2 than yeah. about <laughs> Multiverse yeah. Madness. And that's that worries me. So, mm. just recaps All right. are already on. Yeah, on the <laughs> deadline, um, and this comes from Mike Fleming Jr. over at Deadline. Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista create bidding war for buddy action comedy pitch. MGM wins for bitter battle. MGM's near winning an auction for an untitled buddy comedy action pitch that would pair Jason Momoa with Dave Bautista. I'm <laughs> all versus the two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. As the two hottest action stars in Hollywood, I expect the deal to close by morning. Duo pitched it all over town this week with Jonathan Tropper writing. Um, Cause they, this is going to be good. They they mentioned, and I should have put it in the news story then, if I would have known it was going to become a thing like this, because they because they were on C together, the Apple TV, uh, Jason Momoa's Apple TV show, uh-huh. and they were like they hit it off real well, and they said, you know, we should make a you know buddy cop or a buddy action movie together, and they mentioned it on social media or in an interview or something like that, and now it's happening. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. It details the pitch calls for the duo to play brothers in a lethal weapon-esque buddy comedy, buddy cop comedy likely to shoot in Hawaii. Oh, there it is. August 19th was when it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... It's got to be cool, though, to, to be able to sit there when your career's at this at the point that theirs is and pitch something and people are like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll pay Twitter. you to make this happen. And and just oh by the way we feel like shooting in Hawaii yeah we're, we're gonna go hang out in Hawaii for a few weeks so, the, so Batista tweeted out August nineteenth just going to throw this out into the atmosphere and see what happens here we go me and Momoa in a lethal weapon type buddy cop movie directed by David Leach okay there it is now we just wait and here we are two uh, three months later give or take and there are studios in a bidding war for their movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bring it on. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I want to watch it. Anything Momoa, I'll watch. So, And it does mention, too, that uh, he's currently shooting the Aquaman sequel. Mm-hmm. And Batista still has Guardians and the Dune sequel. Which he's on set right now for Guardians. Yeah. So. We'll see oh, they bring can, on the plate. When they can line oh, yeah. it up. What's the Dune sequel? It's like, oh, yeah, never mind. He's, he's in it. <laughs> He's alive still. Let's put it that way. If you've read the books, you probably know when he bites it. Right. That's probably movie three or four. Uh, of twenty. Of twenty, yeah. That's just to get through the first book. Right. Um, so before I get to this last bit of news, I do want to mention that uh, the Eternals held off Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, is that breaking? Eh. On the second uh, weekend's box office. Good for wow. good for the Eternals. So, 
So I, I will admit, Clifford, they showed the previews before Eternals yeah. when we saw it, and it, it did look kind of entertaining. <laughs> the uh, I don't know what I'd... Well, it's, I mean... I mean, if you want to borrow Stella and go watch that, if we, you know, we can arrange something. So, <laughs> I, I don't need to borrow a kid. I'll go <laughs> just go it. watch it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Well, that was I like mean, people uh, might look at me funny. The Eternals, like everyone's been talking about the Rotten Tomato stuff. The audience score is in the high 90s or low 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, again, and don't rot- believe Rotten anything. Tomatoes is what 40, yeah, 40, yeah, 40, yeah, yeah, 48. So yeah, t- do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah, not much. Um, final bit of news: new Spider-Man trailer drops on Tuesday, so are, we should get more answers. Are you going to watch it? That's the plan. Okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm like yes, I want to watch it, but then I'm like no, I don't want anything else spoiled for me. Because the teasers that they've already given us, I am content with. And I don't want anything else. I'm on the train. There should be no more trailers as the movie happens. Because you don't have to convince me anymore. Uh, because they they showed the new poster came out this week as well. And you've already, I mean, you've got um, Green uh, William Defoe's Green Goblin in the background uh-huh. of the poster. You've got um, Doc, Ock. Doc Ock's arms. You've got Spider-Man sitting in the middle. There appears to be sand debris flying in the back, and there's also electricity. It looks just like looks like electros electricity. So I I don't I don't need anything else. If you want to show more so the story of in this trailer of him before Doctor Strange has a piece, and maybe them talking more. I don't want to know what happens after the spell, because right. I and that's like and it. It's honestly unavoidable if because you can't be on social media or or do this yeah. podcast and not know the trailer. So like I'm like we've got a little bit over a month until this movie comes out. I'm okay with not having anything else. I'm okay with the poster. I'm okay with the only trailer we've got. But the one thing I'll say though is Marvel usually does a very good job of saving a lot of good stuff for the film mm-hmm. because remember they film some stuff just for the trailers yeah just uh so uh, bamboozle you yeah so we don't even know if what we see tuesday half of that may not even be in the uh, yeah that's true so yeah i'm gonna watch it and there are spoilers out there and do not spoil because there's already stuff that people have confirmed and things like that. I don't want to know them. I've got spider. Uh, I've got certain things blocked on Twitter, so I don't see them anyways. But there are people going into comic sections for MCU stuff and spoiling uh, characters. Yeah. And I'm not about that life. I, I so far I have been able to avoid them all. Knock on wood. But uh, we've got a little bit left, a little bit over a month. And I will say this: we need to go ahead and ask off. That, that night, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and say, because I have to watch this movie night up. Maybe. Uh, we'll have to talk about it, because I don't know yet. It depends, because I don't, with work right now, with asking off PTO during the holiday months, or like playing a video game, it's not fun. So, anyways. Yeah. Uh, slight spoiler, Spider-Man will be in the movie. Oh, crap. Um, come on, man. I just told you, I... I <laughs> 
Which one? M- MJ will probably be in there too. I think I think I've heard rumors of her being in it. I know Kirsten yeah. Dunst said she is not, but I believe her because yeah. Oh, I've been I, so I've I, been doing a Spider Man rewatch. So the pod kind of funny the podcast I listen to. They're doing their Spider Man in review rewatch. And so uh-huh. I've been each week I watch one of the we just finished Spider Man three, and let me tell you what a god awful movie that is. Um, and I'm glad they didn't make any more of those. But apparently that was because of the whole Sam Raimi and Fox having very big issues, and then Tobey Maguire having issues with Sam Raimi. So it was all a big kerfuffle. But anyways, it's not every day we get to talk about a kerfuffle. Yeah, no. it's very rare. Very it's, rare you get to use that word. Yeah. Uh, releases this week on the nineteenth. We have two. Count them. Two coming out. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which looks really interesting. Yes, it does. Is is going to be in cinemas, and uh, then King Dick, uh, King Richard, <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be in cinemas and on HBO Max if the video will play on your laptop. <laughs> is King Richard the? Yeah, that's the uh, Serena Venus Williams one. I will be watching that on HBO. I don't know this weekend, but I would be watching. Will Smith starring as their father. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is in everything. Got to make that money, right. I guess. On to games. Now, Chris, I have got a whole slew of games to talk about this Shlew. week. But first, I want to hear about cool yours. Whip. You said cool whip? Mine were, yeah. <laughs> mine, to this point in the week, mine have been back to basics. Tonight, I'm okay. going to start on Tell Me Why Some More. Awesome. And, yeah, I'm excited to hear about that one more because I'm just I need to play it in all reality so we could have like a little spoiler cast of it. But uh, I have been so I played Call of Duty Vanguard when we recorded last. I had only had it for two days. I have beaten the main story. I have gotten all the trophies for the story. All I have to do is get the trophies for. Multiplayer and Zombies, which will not take long. By this time next week, my plan, Chris, is to have this game platinumed. So, I should... So, what you're saying that. is you're going platinum. Yes. For the... This will be my 23rd game, which should be platinum. Uh, story, very well done. Like, a very, very small, very short. But the writing and action is a lot of fun. The history is really good. Um, a lot of the main characters are based on actual real-life heroes from World War II, and it's fun learning. Of course, it's exaggerated for video games, but mm. the, the, the base of the story is there, and it's, it's very cool to um, witness and even get to play. The writing is so far so well done on it. It's, it's honestly up there for a uh, Game of the Year contender for me, for story-wise. So, uh, I've also, Skyrim's 10-year anniversary was this past Wednesday, and of course I started Skyrim for maybe my uh, 20th or 21st time in um, ever. So I bought the the new anniversary pack, which upres everything, uh, 4K, 60 frames per second. Looks absolutely beautiful on my Xbox Series X. And then the game I also talked about last week that came out this past week was Forza Horizon 5, and that is a game of the year contender. I'm not a big racing car guy. But Chris, that game is absolutely beautiful, and I've been sharing screenshots and videos on my Twitter at Ty underscore Haynes. If you're very curious about that, it's even to the point that I showed my dad these pictures and game, 
and he wants an Xbox just so he could play this game. And, and, you know, of course, other reasons as well. But he says, dude, that is crazy. Chris, there's 534 cars in this game. And it takes place over beautiful Mexico. And, like, it does not have the sepia tone that you always see that people portray Mexico as. It's beautiful. It's real life. And a lot of these roads are actually mapped out. Like, the team went down to Mexico and mapped everything out. So a lot of these roads you're driving are real-life roads. You can tell that the person that made the game did not have OCD. Because if they did, they wouldn't have stopped at 534. <laughs> That's true. It's, That's it, it's they, an odd number to yeah. it, it, it's a Dude, I'm telling you, like, there's cars from every anything. Like I think the oldest car I have is a 1954 uh, Ford. It's just a small little just a normal sedan and it's really i mean i'm telling you this game is you've got it on game pass i say whenever you have time absolutely play this game i'll have to check it out and and then speaking on that the only news well one of the news stories i have forza horizon 5 is xbox's game studios biggest launch to date i'm going to ign.com for this one by jared moore Xbox Phil, Fox, Phil Spencer has said that Forza Horizon 5 is Xbox's game studio's biggest ever launch. In his tweet, he said, We've invested for years in Xbox so more people can play. With 4.5 million players so far, and this was uh, two days since release uh, when he wrote this tweet. With 4.5 million players so far across PC, cloud, and console, Forza Horizon 5 shows what promises coming to life. Largest launch day for an Xbox Game Studio game, peak concurrent three times higher than Forza Horizon 4. Thank you, players, and congrats to We Are Playground. So, um, yes, a lot of that is potential because it's on Game Pass for free if you have that. But it also has a bunch of accessibility. A lot of the accessibility people in the world, like uh, Blind Steve, Sailor, um, and others, have said this is the most accessible game that is out there right now. Um, while Spencer's original comments state that the company has invested for years in Xbox so more people can play games, Forza Horizon 5's accessibility options have also been praised for doing the same. Despite already including a number of accessibility features at launch to make the game more inclusive to players around the world, Xbox has also recently confirmed that there's more to come. A post-launch update for the game is expected to take place that will include an on-screen sign language interpreter with both ASL and BSL. I've seen the video for this, and what it is is a person on the bottom of your screen that's doing the sign language, the dialogue. And I'm like, that has never been done before in any video game. No. And the way that they can include that is is awesome, and I'm really glad they are. So, I mean, Xbox is, is continually pushing the industry forward, and I don't think they get enough credit for that. And then speaking of, the last news story is... Xbox's 20th anniversary is Monday the 15th. Um, there is a heavy, heavy rumor that started on Friday, Chris, that Halo 5 or well, Halo Infinite's multiplayer is supposed to shadow drop on Monday. And there's a bunch really? of, like someone said something, like an insider said that, that was the case. So some people have taken it like, ah, oh, you know, it's going to mean something. But some people went into the code of the Microsoft Store and for Monday, uh, the 15th, there is a Halo Infinite multiplayer-like tag in the code for release on Monday. Hmm. So is that made up? Is that real? You know, take it with a grain of salt. 
but how much of a flex is that? Because that's also um, this is it's, Monday is Xbox's twentieth anniversary. It's also Halo's twentieth anniversary. How much of a because we so they've been doing these Halo flights, which are you know you can play Halo multiplayer for a weekend and things like that. I've played it; it's great, it's fun, but they haven't said anything since the last one back in the beginning of October. So I mean, did they get everything they need, and they are going to shadow drop it on Monday? I don't know. Maybe they're going to shadow drop another delay. Oh, no, they're too far past that. They're not. If they were going to delay, they would already delay it because the campaign, at least. Um, but I'm really excited because I'm going to be watching that stream tomorrow. And there's apparently no big news coming out of it. It's more so um, highlighting and sharing how we've come from, what's in the future, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But nothing. There's not supposed to be. They've already said temper your expectations because there's no big news coming from this. But we will see. And then my uh, 20th anniversary controller comes in tomorrow as well that I bought. The little translucent one I'm really excited about. I'll show it off next week. So, uh, Notable new releases for this week. We've got Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year Edition for PC and the Xbox Series X November 18th. As well as that, the Reno Air Races Expansion Pack for PC and Xbox Series X the same day. Battlefield 2042 launches on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, and Xbox One November 19th. And Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl for the Switch on November 19th. And Death's Door for PC, PS5, and PS4 November 23rd. Death's Door. Now, the, oh, the 23rd, that's next week. I don't know why I put that in there. Ignore that. Future spoilers. But I have heard some really terrible things about Battlefield. So, uh, yeah. I am going to be waiting on it to buy it. One, it's also a $70 game just for multiplayer. And I've heard multiplayer mm-hmm. is a hot, hot street trash right now with the servers and a bunch of different issues. Because you could get it early access. You started playing it on Thursday, this past Thursday. So, and I have not heard or seen some good things. So, we'll see how that plays out. Really? Yeah. What and have you been hearing? Uh, I've, well, the server issues, for one, it's. Does not it takes forever to get into a game? It's hard to find a game. It's very laggy. Um, the graphics like drop out and lag occasionally. The guns sounds and sounds in the game in general aren't well. So, but so the server issues. I mean that has to be expected uh, because this game it shouldn't anymore though. Correct. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's an EA title. Yeah, EA yes. is known for having server issues, which boggles my mind because you know, like they have some very popular titles, mm-hmm. and yet this is not they, the first time they've had this happen. No, or the third. It happens every time they yeah. have a major release of a game. They have server problems, and then they act surprised. Mm-hmm. I it's, mean, it, it, it's just crazy to me because a lot of people have said when the beta came out. I think it was in October. A lot of the, a lot of the people in the industry, especially the ones that I were paying attention to, that have been doing this for a long time, have said this game needs to be delayed until next year, if not you know a month, if not next year. A lot of them were saying a month is not even going to fix it because the beta was, if not worse, if not on par to what the game is right now. And wow. So a lot of people have been saying that, and it just makes me worried. And I watched some streamers try playing it on Friday, and I was like, mm. "Yeah, I was looking forward to this. It looks like I'm going to have to wait 
until it gets fleshed out more and then I'll and maybe even a discount because $70 for just a multiplayer game is a little outlandish for me now again uh, you know whatever you want to call this I bought Call of Duty for $70 but that's for the next gen but it also comes with zombies a campaign and multiplayer so I mean right. essentially it's three different games but take yeah, that as and, you will and if, if it's strictly a multiplayer and you can't get on the servers yeah so, yeah, yeah, seventy dollars. Yep, just it's food yeah. for thought for everybody. <laughs> but guys, thank you all so much for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nerdwide Podcast. Don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms, and don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting service you use. On social media, you can follow the Nerdwide account at nerd underscore wide. You can follow us there on Facebook as well under the same name. Uh, well, at nerdwide.com on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Haynes. You can follow Chris at MavTN7 on Twitter. Thank you all so much for watching and listening, and we cannot wait to share you uh, what our thoughts on this week's news. Hopefully we get a bunch, and hopefully HBO Max will return Chris's email so we can uh, get some insider interviews and actually get his Doom Patrol working. So, And we'll give you the review yeah. for the finale. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Stay safe, stay social distance if you can, and make sure you get vaccinated. Later, guys.